Welcome to worship today as we continue to worship from our homes and in our bubbles and as this time goes on please do connect to one another if you're struggling do get in touch we'll do our best to help you wherever we can but as we begin our worship together today let's pray father god we give thanks for your grace for your voice that speaks to us for your hope that inspires us and for your love that is steadfast as we gather in our own homes this day, help us to know your grace and truth. Amen. Please listen to the whole service we're about to sing in a moment. But if you'd like to join us for coffee on Zoom afterwards, please do get in touch. We're happy to share the links with anyone who'd like to join in. God bless. Let's sing together. Father everlasting, the all-creating one, God Almighty, through your Holy Spirit, conceiving Christ the Son, Jesus our Savior, I believe in God our the Son, I believe in the Holy Spirit, our God is three in one, I believe in the resurrection, that we will rise again, for I believe in the name of Jesus, name of Jesus. And our defender suffered and crucified. Forgiveness is in you. Descended into darkness, you rose in glorious light. Forever seated high. I believe in God our Father. Surrender. 
Hello. We're looking in Mark's Gospel. We're in chapter 1. And we're looking at verses 16 to 20. And Jesus was walking beside the Sea of Galilee. And he saw Simon and his brother Andrew. They were getting their nets ready because they were fishermen. And Jesus said to them, come and follow me and I will send you out to be fishers of men. At once they left the boat and they followed Jesus. When they'd gone a little further, they saw James. He was a son of Zebedee and his brother John. They were preparing nets in their boat. Straight away, they left their father Zebedee in the boat with the hired men and they followed Jesus. My immediate response was to think, well, they're outside, but how many people is that? Hmm, it's five. Maybe they're in tier three. I was putting our situation onto them. What if we do it the other way around and put their situation onto us? When scripture is being translated into previously unwritten language, they usually start with Mark's gospel because of the way that it's written as a story, as an account of the whole of Jesus's ministry. And this part that we're looking at today has perhaps the most straightforward and easy to understand way of becoming a friend of Jesus. Because Jesus said, follow, and they followed. They didn't just say, yeah, we'll follow and stay sitting in the boat. They actually had to get out of the boat and, and do something and follow. And Jesus says he'll use the skills that they've got from before. They're still going to be fishing, but they're going to be fishing for people to bring more people to be friends with Jesus. How was that going to work? Well, they were going to do a course. They were going to be an apprenticeship with Jesus as the teacher, being their mentor. And the course was in how to live the life that Jesus lived, how to live the Jesus life. And he was going to show them how to do it. And he can show us how to do that if we want to choose that way. He was going to show, demonstrate this life, what it meant, how you did it, what the results were, the way to be his children. And he gave gifts and skills. He demonstrated and mentored them. He wanted them to be able to help other people. 
to become friends with Jesus. And that's what he wants for us, if we choose that. Can we choose to look at more of the scriptures so that we can learn more about how to live the Jesus life? Can we choose to have Jesus as a brother and be family with all of those who are friends of Jesus? It's there for us. It's available for us. We can choose it. What might it mean for us at the moment when most of us have got to stay home? We can't be going out fishing. What could it mean for us while we're staying home? Well, nothing's changed with God. Nothing's changed Father God or Jesus or the Holy Spirit all still available for us all still available for us to choose to be filled for us to choose to make connections with people so that we can share Jesus who might you want to share Jesus with it's interesting that Jesus chose initially people in the same family because they can be some of the hardest people to share our story with. But that's who he chose first. Wonder why. Maybe so they weren't alone. Because he didn't ask people to go out make fishes of men on their own. We put people together. Have you got people that you're together with to feed your faith, to share your gifts, to share the fruit of the Spirit with, to share your story of Jesus and faith with? Father, today we give thanks for those who've helped us discover you. Those in our past who taught us about you. Those who lived lives that caused us to ask questions, <clears throat> to seek you out. Father, we also pray for those who we long to come to know you. We pray for our friends and our family. For people we're desperate to find the love that we found in you. We pray that we would be people of grace and truth. Who share in your love and building your kingdom. That others can see you through us and our deeds. Father we pray for our community as we continue to wrestle with all that goes on around us. And so Father we pray that in the situations we find ourselves in, we would show grace, that we would be kind to one another, that we would take that extra moment to think of what you would call us to say or do. 
we pray for those who are struggling, with those who've lost work, with those who are struggling to balance work, with those finding themselves having to teach their own children at home, for those doing their own jobs in new ways, for those who are alone and isolated and lonely. Father, we pray for your wisdom, for your love and your blessing on the whole of our community and world. And so we pray together as you taught us. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom, the power and the glory, now and forever. Amen.
So as I've been reflecting on uh, the passage that Cathy has spoken to us from, I was reminded of this quote from a book by Aubrey Sampson, The Louder Song, and it's really spoken to me this week. And so as part of our blessing, I'd like to share it with you. If I could burn one thing onto your hurting heart, it would be this. Even though you suffer from this awful thing, no matter how truly terrible it may be, and even though you may not be able to surface for air right now, God has not changed. Who you are to him has not changed. He is utterly faithful and you are utterly loved. Not because you are healthy or strong or happy or because you never get angry or because you handle this thing you face with grace, but simply and profoundly because you are the object of God's fixed delight and affection. Even when you hit walls, even at your messiest, you are his beautiful one. And so as we're reminded of the calling of the first disciples, we remember that God calls us because of his love, not because of how we feel, what we've done or have left undone, but because of God's fixed affection and grace and so may you know that blessing this week the God who loves you and stands by you the God who gives you his grace when ours is not enough and the blessing of God Father Son and Holy Spirit be with you all evermore Amen